Welcome to Uptown. We appreciate you making us a part of your day. We're here to empower, encourage, and uplift you on your journeys. We invite you to join us. We have Wednesday night Bible study at 6.30 p.m., Sunday service at 11 a.m., and you can watch us online. Glad you're here. Let's begin today's message. I was so heavy Monday that my spirit knew one thing. Greg, go before the mercy seat. Go before the mercy seat. So what I did is I did what I only knew how to do. I opened the church doors up and I walked in here and just laid before my father. I knew when I was laying before my father that I wasn't going to be judged. See? I knew, I knew when I was laying on this floor, stretched out, laying on this floor, just giving my heart to him, I knew at that particular time and moment I was not going to be judged. Because I'm going through something. Last week when we were talking about Hannah, Hannah was going into the sanctuary. Hannah was going to the temple and that's where she was getting judged at. Phaniah was judging her, saying, I got kids and you don't. The husband was constantly telling Hannah, I've given you a double portion. Aren't I worth more than 10 sons? Eli, who was the priest, was judging Hannah, saying that you got to be drunk. You're standing here and you're and you're and I see your lips moving and but I don't see anything happening. You got to be drunk. The Bible was teaching us a valuable lesson because Hannah was praying in her heart. And that's what I want to talk about this morning. I want to talk about take me to that secret place in you. I, I was pondering about this all week because I, I left something unsaid last week. And the Holy Spirit was constantly reminding me about this secret place that Hannah was praying in her heart. The judgment came because at the temple, people would go by the temple and they would be drunk and Eli would witness it. And so he was judging Hannah by everyone else's actions. 
But Hannah was praying in her heart. Sometimes I don't want to be judged by my feelings or by my emotions. I just want God to take me to that place. I want God to take me to that place that only he is. That secret place. That secret place that only Jesus can take me, that secret place. As we go into the message this morning, I, I really want you to let yourselves go for a moment. I'm going to go through a lot of scriptures this, this morning, but as I read these scriptures, don't listen to me read the scripture. Allow the Holy Spirit to guide you through these scriptures. The term secret place comes from the Hebrew root word catheter, which means to hide or be concealed. Some translations use the word dwelling covering or shelter, which means the same as the secret place. Let's get in some word. Let's go to Psalms 139, verse 15. And the word reads like this. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. The word of God is bringing us right back to that place when it was just him and our souls. That secret place. Hidden in our mother's wombs. When he talks about that secret place, he is talking about that place that each and every last one of us have in the depths of our heart. That we're able to go back to that place. If it wasn't so, he wouldn't have said it. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. In other words, God already knew us. He was already fellowshipping with us. It goes on, it says, for you were formed, for, for you formed my inward parts and you covered me in my mother's womb. You protected me. See, in that secret place is where God's protection is. In that secret place is where he loved me first at. In that secret place is where he held me. And for that, I will give praise. The Bible said, and I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works that my soul 
knows very well. In other words, what the Bible is teaching us this morning is that when we get those burdens and we get heavy, we have to learn how to go back to what? That secret place. We have to allow our hearts to be open to God, to the Holy Spirit. We have to be humble enough to get on our knees or lay prostrate on the floor. We have to be transparent enough with ourselves in order to go back into that secret place. I want you to understand before I move on. He says, my frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. He was protecting me in my mother's womb. He was loving me in my mother's womb. He was hiding me in my mother's womb. When our souls are crying out for the one it knows who can protect us. See, our souls, our souls already have a communion with God. The Bible even says it. It says we should be like some of these little children. But what happens is we get grown, get a little knowledge, and we think we know it all, and we think that we can, oh, we, you know, I, I, know I, I can just go this way and go willy-nilly and, and so forth, and God is still blessing you. I'll just go, well, let me, let me explain something to you. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whom shall ever believe in him shall not what? Perish, but have everlasting life. He's not talking about your body. He's talking about your soul. Everlasting life. See, the Bible even says that the body shall go back where it was formed. The body was formed out of the dust of the earth. Let me put something on you right quick. When God breathed his breath into Adam, and Adam became a what? A living soul or a living being. It was the breath of God that made Adam stand up. But he also gave Adam a choice. Our souls want to go back to the one who it can trust, the one it can love, and the one who holds it dear to the heart. We need to go back to that secret place. We, we need to, to find that relationship back with Christ Jesus and get back to the secret place. Psalms 32, 7 reads like this. You are my hiding place. 
You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. The secret place brings my relationship with God to the forefront. It is that place that only God and I can go. I can't take my wife to the secret place. Because when I was formed in my mother's womb, it was just me. I don't have a twin. Amen? The secret place brings our relationship with God to the forefront. He is my hiding place. And only God shall preserve me from trouble. God will give me the song in the depth of my soul that will bring forth deliverance. But you have to learn how to sing it from your soul. This is why praise and worship is so important. Shelby is just not up here singing. Rodney is just not over here playing on the keyboard. The song should come from your heart. The song should come from your deliverance. The song should come from that secret place that only you and God are at. Amen? Tamla Mann is one of my favorite songs. And I'm going to read the lyrics. Because in this song, she is taking us to her secret place. She is being transparent in this song. And it reads like this. Take me to the king. Now listen to what she says in this song. Take me to the king. I don't have much to bring. My heart is torn in pieces. It is my offering. Take me to the king. She is saying in this song that her heart is torn in pieces. She has nothing to bring. But she is also saying that that, that is her offering. Trust is, I am tired of options. I've tried options and are few, and I'm trying to pray. Listen to what she is saying. She's saying, I'm trying to pray. But where are you? I'm all churched out. Hurt and abused. I can't fake what is left to do. Truth is, I'm weak. No strength to fight. No tears to cry. Even if I tried, but still my soul refuses to die. One touch will change my life. Take me to the king. I don't have much to bring. My heart is torn in pieces. It is my offering. Lay me at the throne. Leave me there alone to glaze upon your beauty and to sing to you this song. Take me to the king. Truth is time to stop playing these games. We need a word. 
for your people's pain. So, Lord, speak right now. Let it fall like rain. We are desperate. We are chasing after you. No rules, no religion. I've made my decision to run to you. The healer that I need, take me to the king. I don't have much to bring. My heart is torn to pieces. It is my offering. Lay me at the throne. Leave me there alone to glaze upon your beauty and to sing to you this song. Take me to the Lord. Where, 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 take me to the Lord. We're in the way. We keep making mistakes. Glory is not for us. It is for, it, glory is not for us. It's all for you. Take me to the king. I don't have much to bring. My heart is torn in pieces. It is my offering. Lay me at the throne. Leave me there alone to glaze upon your beauty. I mean, to, to, to glaze upon your glory and to sing to you this song. Take me to the king. That was her secret place. She's being transparent in this song and she is saying that her heart is torn to pieces. But she also is saying in this, in this song that my soul will not die. Take me to the king. Leave me there alone. Because this is my offering. Sometimes we think that we got to bring something to God and the only thing that God wants from us is us. He wants you to come just the way you are. When I walked in here Monday and just laid up on the floor, he knew I was broken. He knew my heart was in pieces. No judgment. I didn't have nothing to bring to him but me. We have to find that secret place in our relationship with him. Are you getting something out of this this morning, church? We got to find that secret place in him. He already told us that, that when we were hidden in our mother's womb, it was that secret place that he already knew us. The Bible says in, in, in Isaiah that he knows us by name. What makes you think that the creator of the heavens, the sea, and the earth don't know who you are? Don't know the, what you're going through. Don't know the last argument you had with your husband or significant other or your kids that went willy-nilly on you and you're trying to bring them back and your heart is broken. He just wants you to go to that secret place where it's just you and him. Amen. We have to understand this. Traditionally, we would say, um, we wait, at, wait until after church. But the altars are always open. You'll never distract me going before God. Because this is not about Greg, it's about you. 
It's about your eternal salvation. It's about your relationship with Christ Jesus. Only thing I'm here to do is continue to push you towards Jesus. Amen? Let's go to Psalms 27. Verses 4 through 6. We're talking about take me to that secret place. Don't you guys want to go to that secret place? Don't you want to experience that secret place that only you and Christ Jesus have? That secret place, that secret place where, where there's no judgment, where there's no, it's just mercy, just grace, and just love, and it's just protection. That secret place. Huh. The Holy Spirit just dropped something in my spirit. You mothers, you mothers, you mothers will protect your children I'm talking about, I give you, I give you something. When I was a kid, mom used to tell me this. She said, we're about to go over so-and-so's house. Don't you, don't you disrespect me over there. And, 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 and when it's time to go, we, we, we going, right? One particular time, uh, over, we over some people's house and, and I'm playing and, and I'm playing with, 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 with their kids and, and something happens, a vase got broken or something, I remember. And the uh, first thing, their little boy said that I broke the vase. And I'm looking at mama, no, I didn't. But he is adamant, Greg broke the vase. My mother looked at me, gave me that look like, don't say a word. I do the talking. And she said, well, when I get Greg home, we're going to talk. And if he broke that vase, I'll pay for it. But she was not going to allow them to come after me about that vase that was broken. And their son was saying, I broke that vase. She took care of it right there. At that particular time and moment, as a mother, she told me to hide behind her. And I was hiding behind her in that secret place. Because she was protecting me. And then when we got in the car, the first thing she said, now you tell me the truth. And I told her. A few days later, it comes out that their son broke the vase. But at that particular time and moment, they were all up in arms and was convinced that I broke that vase. But my mother knew me. She knew that if I broke that vase, I would have told her I broke that vase. But she was not going to allow the accusations of someone else to tear me down. So she protected me. And that's the same way God protects us in that secret place. But the thing about it is we have to be honest with him. Amen? Psalms 27. 
One thing I have desired of the Lord that I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life and behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple for in the time of trouble he will hide me in his pavilion in the secret place of his tabernacle he shall hide me and he shall set me high upon a rock and now my head shall be lifted above my eminence all around me, therefore, I was sacrifice of joy in his tabernacle. And I was saying, yes, I was saying praises to the Lord. Listen to what the psalmist is writing here. I must desire to go into his secret place. I must already have the desire to do it. I must seek out the secret place and dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Not just when I want to or when I feel like it, but all the days of my life. He says, and behold the beauty of the Lord when my life is but ashes. We just read that song by Tamala Mann is that, is that her heart was broken and torn to pieces. But the Lord will take the ashes and turn them into beauty for his glory. And that's the beauty of the Lord. Isaiah 61.3 reads like this. To console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for what? Ashes. This is what the word of God is saying. He's saying to give them beauty for ashes and oil of joy for mourning. For the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That they may be called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord. That he may be glorified. I must inquire him in his temple. That's why the Bible says don't forsake the assembly. We also must understand that the word of God said that Jesus went into the synagogue because it was a common place for him. He didn't struggle to go into the synagogue. He went into the synagogue because that's where his father was. The Bible says, in time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret place of his tabernacle. He shall hide me. He shall set me high upon the rock. What is that secret place? Let's, let's break it all the way down now. What is that secret place? His word. That secret place is in his word. When I'm studying his word, when I'm, when I'm, when, when I'm building my relationship with Christ Jesus in his word, the Bible said, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So that secret place is in Christ Jesus. 
When I'm building my relationship with him, I'm building my relationship with him in that secret place. The world, the word, the, the word hides us. The word protects us. The word blesses us. The word of God is life for our souls. The Bible says, don't be afraid of those who can kill the body, but be afraid of the one who can kill the body and the soul. The soul is, is constantly reaching out. to be exalted in the presence of God. Now my head is lifted up above the enemies who, who surround me. And you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of when Elijah and Elisha were, were coming under attack. And can you imagine Elijah, he's all cool, yeah. And, and Elisha is like, man, they about to destroy us. And Elisha said, well, there's more of us than there is of them. And, and Elijah, I can just imagine, he turned around and looked at Elijah like, are you serious? Are, are you really serious right now? So you see all them Philistines and it ain't but two of us? And Elijah said, Lord, open up his eyes. that he may see that it is more of us than them. And then when God opened up his eyes, he seen flaming chariots all around them. And now his confidence got built up. You, you guys know what I'm talking about. You guys who got big brothers or big sisters, and, and you run home and you tell your big sister, hey, I had a big cousin like that. We run and tell Sand, and Sand go beat him up. They see Sand coming and they, phew, they take off running and we all tough. Yeah, yeah, mess with us again. But that's what was going on with Elisha. Once he saw what God had done and his eyes were open, his confidence was built up. Let's go to Exodus, about to end here. I pray, I really pray you guys are getting something out of the secret place that God wants us to go into those secret places where he can hold us, where he can hide us, where he can protect us, where he can love us. But we have to be transparent enough to go before God. Exodus 33 Verses 20 through 22. This is Moses. But he said, you cannot see my face and no man shall see me and live. And the Lord said, now listen to what the Bible says. And the Lord says, here is a place by me. Say that again. And the Lord said, he's talking to Moses. 
He said, here is a place by me. And you shall stand on the rock. Mmm. Mmm. Stand on Jesus. Stand on the rock. Jesus is the rock. So it shall be while my glory passes by that I will put you in the cleft of the rock and I will cover you with my hand while I pass. Then I will take my hand then I, then I will take away my hand and you will see my back, but my face shall not be seen. Our Father, God is the Spirit and his glory is far beyond our ability to understand. He is saying that, he told Moses, he said, I'm going to make a place right here by me. He is telling Moses, Moses, I'm going to meet you right now in this secret place. Where is that secret place that, that he wants to meet us at? It's in the depths of our hearts. That secret place. Moses wanted to see the fullness of God in his glory. And God told Moses, he said, no man can see me and live. But God told Moses, here is a place by me. This is what God wants us to do. He wants, to, he wants us to go before him so he can make a place by him. God was talking to Moses about that secret place, about that place of protection about that place of love, about that place that was hidden, about that place of mercy, about that place of grace, about that place where there's no judgment. He allowed Moses to see his glory. The secret place implies honesty, trust, in love. We cannot join God in his secret place if we're not willing to lay everything bare before him. Complete transparency while being honest with him. The presence of God can only be found when we enter into that secret place. Moses wanted to be with God. Moses relationship with God was one even God even 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 the even the Bible said that he looked upon Moses as a friend that's something when God looks upon you as a friend why because Moses was constantly transparent with God dwelling Dwelling means to live in something. Not visiting, but dwelling means to live in something. The greatest benefit of meeting God in that secret place is because he's dwelling in us. 
The Bible said in, John, in the Gospel of John in the 14th chapter, it says, it said just like this. It says that, that the Father was dwelling in Jesus. That's what the Word of God said. That, that the Father was in that secret place with his Son. He was dwelling with Jesus. This is what our relationship with Christ Jesus is all about, is allowing him to dwell in our hearts. Allowing him to be the forefront in our hearts. Not allowing the selfishness of our own thinking to get in the way with our relationship with Christ Jesus. Selfishness will stop you in your relationship because you don't want to go to the secret place because you're afraid somebody might find out a secret about you. But the Bible just clearly said that in that secret place is hidden. It's a place of trust, protection, love. Mercy, grace. He already knows what we're doing. If you think you're hiding from God, you guys ever see that meme or uh, whatever it is about the elephant? The elephant was trying to hide behind the tree. And the, ele <laughs> and the elephant really thought he was hiding. In the elephant like this, everything out. But if you paid attention to the picture, his eye was like, <laughs> his, his eye was like looking. I'm saying all this because I want us to continually grow our relationship with Christ Jesus. I can only grow my relationship with Christ Jesus if I'm honest with myself. That's something, isn't it? You know, the Bible says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mmm. Mmm. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. If I'm hiding from myself, I'm hiding from my neighbor. If I think I'm sinning, then I'm thinking my neighbor thinks that I'm sinning. So every time I see my neighbor, I'm like that elephant. When we take ourselves into that secret place with God. I'm not worried about the opinions of my neighbor. Hmm. Because God has already, I've already given it to him. I'm not worried about the opinions of others. You know, the Bible says this, that Jesus said, I'm not validated by a man, only by my father. 
So, so what is that teaching us? It is teaching us that, my valid, that, that I'm only validated by my relationship with Christ Jesus. Not with man. Man will tell you, well, if you jump off the Blue Bridge and jump in the Grand River, we're going to have a boat down there and we can save you. And if you believe him, you'll do it. And then when you hit the water, you say, oh, we missed. <laughs> we didn't save him. But with Christ Jesus, is that he's not going to tell you to jump off the Blue Bridge. He's going to tell you to come to me. Come. Altars are open. Come. Come to that secret place that only you and I can go into. When I formed you in your mother's womb, the Bible said he hid you in your mother's womb. He protected you in that secret place that only you could go. <laughs>